Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you being influenced? If you watched a blockbuster film in the last decade, then there's a chance it's been influenced by the Chinese Communist Party. Here's the reality. The CCP may be running the largest influence campaign in history. In Hollywood Takeover, brought to you by the Epic Times, investigative reporter Tiffany Meyer reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. For a limited time, watch the first 10 minutes for free at hollywoodtakeover.com slash jesse. Jesse Kelly here. If you're in a situation where you feel threatened, instinct may drive you to reach for lethal means immediately. But we all want to avoid the irreversible consequences of deadly force. Enter the Berna Less Lethal Pistol Launcher equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo to incapacitate an attacker for up to 40 minutes. It's legal in all 50 states, requires no background checks, and can be shipped right to your door. Visit Berna.com slash Jesse now for an exclusive 10% discount. Nowadays, 20 bucks barely gets you a burger and fries or maybe a quarter tank of gas. You know what it will get you, though? For just 20 bucks a month, you can get unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data from my sponsor and my cell phone company, Pure Talk. Make the switch today and save an additional 50% off your first month. Choose a wireless company who shares our values. Go to puretalk.com slash jesse to switch today so you can actually afford that burger and fries. That's puretalk.com slash jesse. It's time to start winning. It's time to start playing offense and winning and we have a golden opportunity in front of us we're going to talk about that tonight we got morgan zeggers coming up my boy dave reboy is coming on giving us a different perspective on russia ukraine a great light in the mood all that's coming up on i'm right welcome to i'm right it's time for this week in wokeism We have a rule in our house. The boys, they have their own room. No, not their own separate rooms. They bunk together, but they have their own room. It's fine. We let them have their stuff in there. Their little toy guns and their footballs and little video games and stuff. We let them have their stuff in there. That's fine. But we just, as a general rule, we don't allow food in the room. Just don't go bring your food in there. Why? We all know why. The food stays in there. Food gets spilled in there. You show up, you got eight-month-old Cheetos ground into the carpet. No food in the room. You want to eat? Go down to the kitchen and eat. It's just a general rule. And 
there was a day, Saturday, I was busy doing a bunch of work. The wife was doing a bunch of stuff around the house. And they capitalized and they asked, hey, you mind if we take uh, this food up to the room? It was a box of crackers, I believe, if I remember right. I said, sure, sure, take that box of crackers up to the room. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm just, just with an exception to the rule. Dad's busy. Okay. A couple days later, I walked into the room, saw the box of crackers still in the room, and I said to the boys, okay, you guys haven't been still eating these in the room after Saturday, right? And they said, no, no, absolutely not. And I said, okay, I'm going to take these back downstairs. No, I mean, why would you take them downstairs? What's that tell you? You see, you can tell a lot about somebody and how they feel about something with their reaction to things. We have a massive opportunity right now. The communists have exposed the jugular to us right now in this country. There is an opportunity. What is that opportunity? Well, Governor Ron DeSantis, who we affectionately call Heavy D on this show, he just signed this anti-grooming bill into law in Florida. We will continue to recognize that in the state of Florida, parents have a fundamental role in the education, healthcare, and well-being of their children. We will not move from that. I don't care what corporate media outlets say. I don't care what Hollywood says. I don't care what big corporations say. Here I stand. I'm not backing down. Outstanding. Good for him, good for the state of Florida, good for everybody, right? Okay, well, if that had just happened, and then everything kind of just died down, we really wouldn't even talk about it tonight. You wouldn't bring it up. So it's not the bill. And don't get me wrong, I support the bill. We don't need teachers discussing that kind of stuff with kindergartners. But I support the bill, but we would have forgot about it. We would have said, oh, good, yay, Florida, good to go. But everything didn't quiet down. Let's keep in mind what the bill is. The bill is just a simple... Don't talk to kindergartners about sex. It's like K through third grade. Hey, don't talk to my six-year-old about sex. Sound good? That's, that's it. That's all the bill is. And yet, the reaction to it is shocking. Now, before I bring this up, I just want you to understand how big Disney is. Disney is, by a mile, the largest child-aimed corporation in the world. And I realize Disney has a bunch of other parts of what they do now with the different movies and they do travel and they do all kinds of things. But Disney was created and is still made for kids, families. This is a family, a children's organization. Disney, in response to a bill that simply says, don't talk to kindergartners about sex, Disney put out a public statement absolutely outraged over it and calling for its repeal. Why does the largest child-aimed corporation in the world, why do they want to talk to your children about sex? That is question number one. Question number two, are you going to take your child to Disneyland, Disney World this summer? You're gonna take them out to see the new Disney movie. How much more do you need to see? But it wasn't just Disney. If it was just Disney, you'd say, okay, we got one corporation. Okay, one corporation went crazy, no big deal. At the highest levels in this country, people are outraged. They can't talk to your kindergartner about sex.
Joe Biden, Nancy Pelosi, they've put out public statements expressing their outrage, the fact, uh, the fact that they can't talk to your kindergartners about sex. Now, is the response to this bill alarming you? It should be. Why are so many people upset they're not allowed to talk to little kids about sex? The response to the bill tells you all you need to know about these people, about their true goals, about what they really want. Let's be frank about this. They don't want to be whatever they want to be. They want to push it on your children. They want the right to take your children from you, rip them away from your values, and put their values onto your children. And they're outraged at anybody who doesn't want that. It's time to start acknowledging what kind of sickness we're dealing with here. And once again, I applaud Heavy D for standing up to him. These leftist politicians, corporate media outlets, some of these activist groups, they actually have read the bill. And they're sloganeering because they don't want to admit that they support a lot of the things that we're providing protections against. For example, they support sexualizing kids in kindergarten. They support injecting woke gender ideology into second grade classrooms. They support enabling schools to, quote, transition students to a, quote, different gender without the knowledge of the parent, much less without the parent's consent. And so what they're doing with these slogans and these narratives is they are trying to camouflage their true intentions. That's 100% correct. These people do not give them the benefit of the doubt. People, there is an unlimited amount of information online right now. There's an unlimited amount of information on the news right now. Every single person in the United States of America is well aware of what this bill is and what this bill isn't. And there is one reason and one reason only you would be outraged about, frankly, such a benign bill that you could honestly say probably didn't go far enough. The only reason you'd be so outraged about a bill like this is... You have a strong desire to groom children, to sexualize little children, children who should be protected from such filth at all costs. It is time to acknowledge we, oh yeah, we do have a pandemic in this country, but it's no longer coronavirus. We have a pandemic of a bunch of pervert teachers out there who want to spew filth onto your kids and my kids and make them all twisted up and messed up and switched over to their lifestyle. Let's be honest. That's what's happening in this country. And we as parents, myself included, I got two boys myself. I watch this stuff and you know what it tells me? It tells me no matter how diligent I've been, I need to start being a lot more diligent with the people who watch over my children, not just in school, practice, you know, whatever. Maybe you got your kid in Cub Scouts, maybe this sports camp. It's time to start being very, very wary of the people in this country who watch over kids because apparently we have a lot of them who want to destroy children. And this went well beyond Joe Biden, Nancy Pelosi, Disney, Hollywood just had their big award show. I know you didn't watch. No one else did the Oscars. Look at how brazen they'll just get up on stage and just announce to the world, I really want to sexualize your kids.
We're going to have a great night uh, tonight, and for you people in Florida, we're going to have a gay night. Gay, gay, gay. Does that make you sick? It should. Why are they after your kids? And so, again, I applaud Heavy D for weathering the criticism, but let's move on past him really quickly here. Let's talk about the fact this is an opportunity. What we have here is an opportunity. The communist has many advantages in our battle against him. He never sleeps. He is always on offense, always, at all times, he is as religiously committed to destruction as you are to whatever religion you practice. He is. He is devout. He is always on the offense, always on the move, always trying to destroy. That is a great benefit to him. But there is one thing that really, really, really can be an Achilles heel if we will choose to take advantage of it. The communist, he will reveal to you what's precious to him by what he's outraged over. They've told us nationwide, coast to coast, They've told us sexualizing your children is precious to them. So let's deny them that. Why isn't every state legislature in the country passing a similar bill today? All of them at once at the same time. Why is the Republican National Committee, National Republicans, why aren't they running nationwide ads on this bill? We not only have the moral high ground, the public is with us. Democrats, independents, and Republicans. Parents don't want this crap taught to their kids. We have the high ground, not just morally, politically. We should be diving into this daggone thing. Let's go, every single state. The communists have told you. I want your children. Americans are horrified by this. American parents definitely are. Let's go win, play offense. Show the world what pedophiles and groomers they really are. Don't back off. Don't, don't tiptoe your way around it. Dive in. You know what they're doing in Washington State? First graders were given assignments with a gender chart, and they instructed the students to construct their own identity and pick pronouns. Oh, wait, I have another one from preschool. Preschool. Rainbow-haired teacher took the kids out of the classroom and put them in a pride parade. Pre-school. Austin, Texas. Think that's bad? You really think that's bad? Take a look at this video from New Jersey. I don't feel comfortable as a woman, but I don't feel 100% comfortable as a man. I feel like I'm still figuring out, you know, I know that I... I, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. My body was a prison, and I felt like there was no way out. I called a clinic in the city, and I got an appointment to meet with um, an endocrinologist and pretty much start my whole um, tea thing. You can, like, build up the courage to, you know, um, stand up for yourself in a way that you know this is what you want to do with your life and i think we should be working just as hard to mentally accept ourselves for exactly who we are yeah i think it's really important to be mentally sound and safe and i really feel like i'm gonna have a better life and feel more comfortable
possible in my life if I accept that I'm a trans man. I know what you're probably saying. Okay, Jesse, so it's some weirdo online video someone put out. What's the big deal? Well, the big deal is they played that for 12-year-olds in New Jersey. You want your 12-year-old watching that in school? We must get aggressive with these people. It is time to go on offense. It is time to purge this filth from public society the way every other society has. Oh, it is time to bring back a shame society, and all the wrong people are ashamed right now in this country. All that may have made you uncomfortable, but I'm right. Morgan Zeggers is going to join us next, talking about young people, America. What are they doing? How's the next generation looking? It might not be as bad as you think. But first, something that's much worse than you think is big tech. We know that. I don't have to explain to you that companies like Google aren't exactly on your side. In fact, they're your arch nemesis. If you're still using the big company's email, well, you should know they're gathering all your information. Ah, but I just sent that one to my buddy. Yeah, yeah, they, they read it. They gathered everything in there. Not only did they read it, they collected your data and they're dispersing it to other people. Get secure. We have got to start taking security in general a lot more serious. Secure, S-E-K-U-R, based in Switzerland. They don't collect your data. They don't sell your data. American laws can't even touch them. And you can have it for $7.50 a month. Plenty worth it for security. Go to secure.com, that's S-E-K-U-R.com. When you use the promo code JESSE, you get 25% off. Secure.com, promo code JESSE. We'll be back. I have this theory. It's just a theory. I'm going to ask Morgan about it here in just a second. But I have this theory that as common as it is to complain about the next generation, it's something old people like me have been doing forever. I have this theory that because the government has gotten so rotted and disgusting and corrupt, that we are raising a generation of some serious freedom fighters like we haven't had in this country for a very, very long time. But maybe I'm wrong. We can ask Morgan about it. Joining me now, of course, she needs no introduction on this show. Morgan Zegers, she is a contributor here at The First TV, also the founder and CEO of Young Americans Against Socialism. Morgan, I have no doubt there are a bunch of nutballs in your generation, but I also feel like we might have some hardcore anti-communists. You're right. I think we are definitely more excited to fight for the future of the country. Many of us are. But at the same time, I'm really worried that the last few years is training many, many, many useful idiots that will be um, used and weaponized against us in the future. So it's, it's a win and a loss at the same time. What do you mean training? What do you mean about the last few years? What are you talking about? Well, when you break it down, if you've seen on the internet all of those viral videos where young people get made fun of for not knowing basic history questions with the man on the street videos, usually they go viral and everybody laughs at them and it's kind of funny and kind of sad. But if you think about it, that means that all of those people don't know the answer to basic history questions and they especially don't know things about the 20th century and how radical leftist regimes rise up into power and how modern day government tyranny occurs. And so as we're seeing these warnings, 
signs happening in the country today, our generation completely lacks the understanding of what's actually going on and how dangerous the situation is. And so there is now multiple generations of Americans that are useful idiots and will be used as useful idiots over the next few years as the left only gets worse. So that's really what I'm worried about. It's not just funny anymore, it's quite dangerous. Morgan, I have to ask, what are they learning? And, and I say that because it's not as if I was in some fancy private schools and everyone knows I was an idiot who went to a couple years of community college. I was in normal public school and then a couple years of community college, but even I knew basic history facts. I, mean, I was taught in school and obviously I was a bit of a reader, but if they can't answer basic questions, and it's shocking how basic the questions can be they can't answer, what are they learning in history class? Uh, well, this is a longer conversation that needs to be had, so I encourage parents to pay attention to school curriculum if their child is in not only public school, but also private and charter schools. Yeah. There's some concerning stuff going on across the board. Um, Jesse, before COVID, before this issue of education really took off, I used to consider it to be indirect indoctrination. And by that, I mean it, a lot of stuff was left out about the 20th century, and a lot of information was left out in terms of how leftist regimes rise to power. And so we weren't learning what are what should be considered red flags when you have certain behavior from politicians. So we didn't learn anything about the evil dictators and how they rose up. Now at the same time, it's really um, transitioned to not only be indirect in terms of what's being left out of the classroom, but now what is being included. So direct indoctrination and propaganda, which distorts the history of America's founding and distorts the history of the 20th century, specifically what happened between the world wars and what got us out of the Great Depression, FDR is claimed to be some hero. And not only that, but things are normalized. Jesse, this is what's really important. Leftist policies that are destroying this country, like the Federal Department of Education, that's just taught as a fair policy now to students. I was told by my teacher that, of course, we need to help people across the country by spreading the funds where some people don't have the kind of money to pay for education. It's fair. So yes, kids, we created the Department of Education. You aren't taught that that's quite a fairly new concept that was brought into the country by communists. And now is completely normalized. So we really need to rethink the structure of our entire society, and it's being normalized right now in the education system. Morgan, I have to ask you about the Florida bill. Now, obviously, I like the bill. In my opinion, it didn't go near far enough. I know you're going to find that shocking, but I, I like the bill. Good for them. But the reaction to it, I found to be so revealing. I mean, a very benign bill, just don't talk to kindergartners about sex, and these people act like it's the end of the world. How adamant are these people about grooming children? Uh, quite adamant. Um, Jesse, I can't remember who said this quote, but it always sticks with me these days of, listen, I don't care about your booze because I've seen what makes you cheer. And so I don't yeah. care what they say about us. I. I know that you probably saw this on social media. I just got protested by 40 random students on a college campus where I went to go speak about history. I got protest for, protested for being a transphobic misogynist as a conservative woman because I have internalized misogyny for defending women and women's sports and women's safety and security with basic expectations for a society to have an objective truth about the difference between a man and a woman. Now, I don't care at all what they say about me, but it says a lot that they are willing to attack a woman for her personal views wanting fairness for women. None of it makes sense. This is all propagandized at this point. So that's why I think we should not care at all what they say about the don't say gay bill. Let them say whatever they want, but we're going to push through and not give a crap about it. Every state should be passing something like this, and every state should be also, I really like the concept of pushing forward this, this 
um, support for parents' rights, not only in education, but when it comes to health, when it comes to taking care of your kids, and when it comes to protecting them against government regulation. I mean, look at the things that they're saying in California, like requiring vaccines for children to go to school. It is so true, especially with this new information that's coming out about the side effects. And by the way, Morgan, I support your internalized misogyny. I just wear mine on my sleeve. I didn't internalize anything. But all right, we have to play you this little thing. Uh, comedian Alex Stein has been tearing it up, and he continues to do so. Hello. How are you guys doing, Council? Um, so my name is Alexandria Stein, and I'm here today to call out transphobia here in Plano. I'm currently being restricted from swimming in the City of Plano Swim League against the women, even though it's clear that I reassigned my gender last week. Like, for example, do I look like a man? Obviously I'm not. This is a woman. But they're not going to let me swim and compete against the ladies because of transphobia. I come here and I'm still a victim of transphobia. Yet we have champions like my girl Leah, my sister, and she is she gets to win. But I don't. Why not? That's what I'm asking you. Why not? Why can't I swim against the ladies? Why are we having a transphobic world where I just want to compete against the ladies? Why are you saying that I'm not a biological woman? Clearly, I look like a biological woman. I mean, come on. It's been hours tucking this thing in. Give me a break. I should be able to swim. And I'm on so much hormone therapy, I don't even know left or right anymore. So I'm doing this. I don't have an unfair advantage. No way. I'm sick of these women. Oh, you're, you're a yeah, right. And I'm mentally ill and they won't even let me compete in the Special Olympics. So go figure. Think about that. I can't compete in the Special Olympics and I can't compete against women. What kind of bigotry is that? Are you going to let that stand? Okay, obviously it's a funny point and in my opinion it's an effective point because that kind of biting satire actually I believe it to be effective. But Morgan, do you think the insanity of all the trans ins, trans nuttiness out there now do you think it's actually hurting the left i mean surely it, it was a step too far for too many people right I believe it was a step too far. And that's why satire works. I mean, I, I, when I interview people from communist regimes, socialist regimes, they talk about how they see the propaganda pushed out by the regime. And then as soon as the doors are closed, once they're in safe quarters, they all just start laughing about how ridiculous it's gotten at that point. So I'm a little worried that we're, we're reaching that here in America today. I love Alex Stein. I think he's hilarious and he's doing God's work because a lot of people are too scared to go and actually step up in their communities where a a lot of this tyranny is happening at a local and state level. It's not just coming from the Biden regime. Uh, I, I would say I think the left is pushing so far in their agenda that we're going to have to hit rock bottom as the Biden regime starts to implement the policies and actually pushes forward on this stuff. And people like Leah Thomas win the race for the NCAA. And that is what is needed for people to learn the harsh lesson that you cannot just let politics be done to you because it will not be pretty once you let the left actually implement their policies. So people need a rude wake up call and it's stuff like this. I'm sorry to say, but that's really the only way people will open their eyes. Morgan, you got something going on with the first something called open mic. What is this thing? Uh, it, it's honestly, it's the favorite thing that I do every week. I make these little two minute videos and you guys put them in the commercial breaks and I just have fun with them. I like to be a little sassy and, and honestly, it's a highlight of my week. <laughs> Keep doing your thing. Morgan, thank you so much. Thank you. All right. We talk a lot about putting our money where our morals are. 
just something we have to be better at. I do too. I'm not pointing any fingers. I have to be better at it. Where we shop, where we don't shop, what we watch, what we don't watch. We just have to be better with it. Where do you get your health insurance? No judgment. I spent my entire life with different health care companies, health insurance companies. Where do you get yours? You know One Share Health is out there, right? They're not just providing great options, and I mean endless options, vision, dental, 24-7 telehealth, mental health, whatever you need, they, they have it. Great prices, great selection. It's a faith-based company. They are so intent on giving back that 5% of your monthly at One Share Health goes to our veterans struggling with PTSD. PTSD Foundation in Camp Hope. It's that good. Go to my.onesharehealth.com slash kelly and use the promo code Jesse Kelly and sign up today. My.onesharehealth.com slash kelly, promo code Jesse Kelly that actually saves you 75 bucks off your enrollment fee. We'll be back. Some of these big things that you say on the world stage keep getting walked back. What's getting walked back? It made it sound like, just in the last couple days, uh, it sounded like you told U.S. troops they were going to Ukraine. It sounded like you said it was possible the U.S. would use a chemical weapon, and it sounded like you were calling for regime change in Russia, and we know... None of the three occurred. Apparently the sky really is green. Joining me now, my friend Dave Reboy. Highly recommend his Substack called Late Republic Nonsense. He's also a senior fellow at Claremont Institute, and he's gotten so big now he takes up the entire screen here on the first TV. Dave, um, we talk about the sky is green stuff all the time. You and I have had these conversations a thousand times. It's so odd they can tell you what you just saw isn't what you just saw, and this is something that seems to happen repeatedly now. Is this just a sign of a late republic, a late-stage republic? Is this just a bad regime? What am I, what am I seeing? Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, I think all of the above. Uh, we're in a situation where, you know, the, the, the White House is forced to pick up the slack for the president and, uh, you know, and, and, and to correct the president when he is... Um, you know, when he is misspeaking or, uh, you know, or, or, you know, really saying things that are unhelpful. Um, you know, I mean, in a way we should, uh, you know, we should be thankful that the, that the White House is, uh, is, is keeping track of the guy. Yeah, I, I mean, apparently we should, Dave, but help me, help me understand exactly what the plan is. If you're a Democrat going forward, Joe Biden's obviously a liability. Everyone's seen the approval ratings. Everyone knows what's going to happen in the midterms. It's just a matter of degrees at this point in time. The backup was supposed to be Dome. She clearly has not performed well enough to do that. Then it was Rear Admiral Buttigieg, and he's not good enough either. What is the Democrat plan going forward? Um, I don't know, but there's got to be some panic, and they've got to be thinking yeah. about this very seriously because I don't think, I mean, the chances that Joe Biden is going to be on the ticket in 2024, um, I believe, are very low. And then, I mean, as you said, they've got the same problem with Harris. Um, you know, she's, you know, she's incre incredibly unlikable. I mean, she's always been unlikable, but uh, but but she's uh, she's somehow gotten worse, and uh, and she's also <laughs> gotten to be. 
It's also gotten to be kind of plainly incompetent. The people who could uh, glide by it, I think it was a kind of open secret beforehand, but uh, but now the folks in the White House who are kind of making these decisions, trying to figure out what happens next, um, I, I think they've had their fill of, uh, of of Harris as well. You know, just just based on the leaks, based on the fact that you know she's got such a high turnover. Um, we just had the other the other week we had uh, you know someone come out and 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 say um, you know former staffer of hers or a former um, uh, White House comms staffer came out and said like yeah she's just you know she's just kind of lazy and incompetent. Um, you know, I guess they're seeing what we all see. Um, as uh, as my buddy Ace of Spades always says, uh, it looks like uh, Kamala has not been positioned for success. I love Ace. Who, who does not love Ace of Spades? All right, but, but I always have this question, and I shudder to even ask you it because you're always right on this stuff, and I know what the answer I think is going to be. But, okay, the Democratic Party, let's say they get wiped out at the midterms. It's clear people don't want CRT. They don't want LGBTQ stuff pushed on kids. Uh, people don't want high gas prices and inflation, obviously. Does the Democratic Party take a bloody beating at the midterms and then have a come to Jesus meeting and say, hey, we've gotten way out of bounds here. Let's at least get back to being like a Bill Clinton kind of party. Or do they continue just to nosedive right into the mountain? Um, I, th I mean, look, I would love it if, if they one day woke up and decided to jettison their, their, their own radicals. But um, I, I think that's a pipe dream. They're going in one direction. I mean, we call it you know, progressivism uh, for a reason. Um, it's it's heading in a direction, and uh, you can't just you know you can't just put it on pause and rewind. Um, that that doesn't really occur. Um, there are moments moments like the moment in the '90s where where you know some folks decided to retool the Democratic Party, um, uh, you know, in order to to fit better with the times. And and kind of Bill Clinton and Al Gore were uh, were the product of that, the Democratic Leadership Council. But um, you know, uh, it's 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 not an accident that the the Democratic Leadership Council, the same group of folks who are kind of let's say moderate Dems um, in the '90s, they closed up shop a number of years ago. That organization literally closed its doors, and uh, and now the Democratic Party is being led by its its uh, its activists, but also its donors. I mean, let's not forget uh, the I think the the um, I've said before that the key fact of modern political life in America is that the Democratic Party is being pushed to the left by its donor base and the Republican Party is being pushed to the left by its donor base. Man, that's actually really true. Okay, so explain to me this though, Dave. I mean, you've got a big tech guy. I mean, everyone, when, as soon as you say Democratic donors, everyone's thinking, you know, Google, Facebook, all these type of guys. Why so hard left? I can understand some techie nerd from Silicon Valley wanting to be a little bit to the left, but full-blown street communism like we see now, what, what's the obsession with that? Well, I'm not sure they see it that way. Um, I'm not sure they, they immediately associate full-blown street communism. Um, I think uh, when, when you're dealing with a lot of these, uh, these uh, tech folks, um, they are poorly educated. They're poorly educated to not know a damn thing about what happened in the, in the 20th century, specifically when it comes to communism. I mean, you know, uh, you know, you know better than anyone what uh, the kids are taught, and they're just not taught that, especially at a college level. So you've got that combined with tech people who are notoriously um, 
uh, let's say susceptible to uh, abstractions. You know, they make a living by definition, uh, creating a world and maintaining a world that does not exist in tangible reality. So these are exactly the people who would go and 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 be, uh, you know, be taken by philosophies that have no tie to the real world. Dave, Donald Trump's impeachment, Russia, Ukraine. It's hard for a lot of people to make all the connections, but I feel like a lot of people feel like there's a connection there. I mean, Hunter Biden employed in a job he shouldn't have had in Ukraine. Joe Biden threatening Ukraine with money being withheld, and then he gets a prosecutor fired. All of a sudden, we're knee-deep in Ukraine. Can you explain what I should be seeing here that I can't see? Well, it's a complicated picture, but I think um, I think many Americans should get the point, which is that over the last several years, it seems like, kind of, you know, in retrospect, it's a kind of lagging indicator that almost every major scandal has a Ukraine tie, at least the ones that, that you know, the, the, the media and the national security state get, get the most, uh, you know, get the most excited about and, and, and see as the most threatening. I mean, Russia, there, was, there were many, many Russiagate links to Ukraine. Um, the, the very fact that, um, you know, at the same time that that was going on, you see, you know, as you said, you see Hunter Biden collecting tons of money uh, from from Russians, what, from the, the widow of the, the mayor of Moscow, you know, from, from, from Russians to Ukrainians to here and there. I mean, when we talk about the Hunter Biden scandal, I think we make a mistake in focusing it on Hunter Biden. This money was clearly for Joe Biden. Hunter Biden is obviously a cutout for Joe. Joe would be the one performing the, 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 the actual tasks. He would be the one who was responsible for doing the things that these, uh, you know, these companies or these countries wanted, um, you know, wanted done. And they had to go through Hunter because, you know, Joe was the vice president. Of course they had to go through Hunter. Um, you know, this is all about Joe and all about his personal yeah. corruption. Dave Reboy, Late Republic Nonsense is his substack. Thank you, my brother. Thank you. All right. Joel Griffith is going to join us next. A $5.8 trillion budget? Do I have that right? He's going to break this thing down for us in a second. But this budget stinks. You know what it needs? It needs pure thunderstorm. See what I did there? But in all seriousness, do you have your Eden Thunderstorm three-pack yet? How many of these testimonials do I have to read for you? I, I, look, people email me all the time. The thing is like magic. We have three of them plugged in here in the studio. I have three in my house. My parents each have three. My sister has three. My producers have three. Everybody has these things. Why? Well, it's pollen season, and they took care of my allergies. That's one. Two, they take all the odor out of the air. Always cleaning out viruses and mold from your air. Your home doesn't have any odors anymore. And they have a deal for my viewers. Go to EdenPureDeals.com and use the code JESSE. You get a three-pack for $200 off. EdenPureDeals.com, code JESSE. We'll be back. Compared to 2020, we're reducing the size of the deficit 
relative to our economy by almost two-thirds, reducing inflationary pressures, and making real headway cleaning up the fiscal mess I inherited. After my president's my, — my, excuse me, my predecessor's fiscal mismanagement, we were reducing the Trump deficits and returning our fiscal house to order. None of that's true. Joining me now to break down this monstrous budget is Joel Griffith, research fellow at the Heritage Foundation. Joel, he's reducing the deficit, man. What's your problem? Uh, well, well, he's not reducing the deficit. This spending package is $72 trillion over 10 years. And uh, get this, oh. just for this coming year, we're talking about $5.8 trillion. That's about $80,000 per family of four. It's a lot of money, and this budget just blows a hole in an already enormous uh, federal budget deficit. Joel, can you hit some high points for me? People aren't going to sit at home and comb through this stuff the way you do. What's in $72 trillion? What's in it? Well, in an era in which we are facing threats from communist China, and of course we see what's happening now in Ukraine with uh, Russia's aggression there, um, for some reason, President Biden seems fit to focus our Pentagon on combating climate change. That is unacceptable in a world in which we have threats from communist, uh, communist regimes and authoritarian states. And second of all, in this budget, we see an enormous increase in the business taxes. It would make our taxes the fourth highest in the industrialized world on businesses. And get this, it actually has a wealth tax component, which is unconstitutional, but that doesn't seem to stop this president. Okay, Joel, is it going, this thing has to pass, right? We're not gonna actually see this thing come to fruition. This is just some kind of communist pipe dream. Oh, well, this uh, certainly is a dream of radical uh, visionaries, if you will, to put us even further down the road to serfdom. Uh, without a doubt, this would further centralize power in Washington, D.C. And outside of what we just mentioned with the Pentagon focusing on climate change, there are other elements of the Green New Deal in here uh, as well. And at a time when American families are facing record high energy costs, it's really a slap in the face to families to try to put us down the road to a Green New Deal. That would be very difficult for even a future president to undo. Joel, inflation, it's not exactly a secret we have inflation. Every single person is feeling it every time they go to the grocery store and everywhere else. But what is the real impact you're seeing? Oh, I think families are feeling this, uh, both in the pocketbook, at the gas station, at the grocery store. But we're seeing this, too, in housing prices, which doesn't even really show up in the inflation numbers yet. Thanks in part to our central bank printing trillions of dollars and buying up mortgage debt, we're seeing housing costs at all-time record highs as well. And that's another dirty secret about this budget that the president has proposed. A lot of this government debt would actually be financed by our central bank printing more money to buy up those government bonds. And we're getting a taste of that right now with inflation at the highest level in 40 years that we have, as we have trillions of new dollars coursing through the veins of our economy. This budget would only make matters worse by ensuring trillion dollar budgets into the foreseeable future. Joel Griffith, thank you so much, brother. Hey, thanks for having me, Jesse. All right, it's time to lighten the mood. You ready for that? Hang on.
it's time to lighten the mood. And to lighten the mood, it's time we're going to have a frank conversation, just you and me. It's just us talking. It's nobody else. It's just us talking here. Cream cheese is overrated. I'm sorry it is. I'm tired of having to pretend and live in this world of make-believe where cream cheese by itself is good. And this is what I don't want to hear from you. I don't want to hear, no, but my mom adds cream cheese to this queso recipe and it's good. I understand cream cheese as an ingredient in some things, like cheesecake or something like that could be fine. But these savages out there who get a bagel and they smear this cream cheese all over it, it's foul. And I'll take it one step further. Icing, frosting, whatever you want to call it. When did cream cheese frosting become a thing? Nobody has ever bitten into buttercream frosting and said, wow, that'd be way better if it was cream cheese frosting. I don't know how this came to be, but it's time we can all stop pretending and be honest about things now. Now, let's talk about tomorrow real quick. Tomorrow, here on I'm Right, we're going to do something a little different. We're going to have a show recapping me. Really, it's just a show about me and all the things I've been right about. So I just want you to know now, it's going to be a blast. I give you my word, I will just be obnoxious all night long. But we're going to have a blast tomorrow when I'm right, all right? I'll see you then. Hollywood is under siege from external forces. The same Hollywood that sold the American dream is now making nightmares a reality. Many major films make choices to appease the Chinese Communist Party to be distributed in China. Join Tiffany Meyer, an investigative reporter in Hollywood Takeover. Brought to you by the Epic Times, where she reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. For a limited time, watch the first 10 minutes for free at hollywoodtakeover.com slash jesse. The 2024 election is upon us, and now is the time to fight back against the war on masculinity in American society today. Thankfully, the patriots at Chalk, C-H-O-Q, are here to help real American men maximize their masculinity by boosting testosterone levels up to 20% over 90 days. I've been taking a male vitality stack from Chalk for like three years now. It is incredible. They are here to help make American men strong again. Testosterone testosterone fueled again maximize your masculinity today at choq.com use the code jesse for a massive discount on any chalk subscription for life choq.com code jesse limited time offer subscription cancelable at any time if you are an accredited investor, U.S. oil and gas should be part of your investment portfolio. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. Beyond the possibility to invest in a sector that historically delivers sound returns, when you invest with Labrador Energy, you may be able to structure your investment to offset active or passive income. According to many sources, U.S. oil and gas drilling remains one of the best tax-advantaged income investments available. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. 
Com. You may be able to reduce your tax liability while investing in a sector that historically delivers sound returns. Learn more at LabradorEnergy.com today. Offer for accredited investors only. Past performance is no indication of future results. Investing involves risk. Consult your legal, tax, and financial advisors and read the prospectus before making any investment decisions. Visit LabradorEnergy.com for the prospectus and more information. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.